China announced this week that it may allow married couples to have three children. The latest census shows only 12 million babies were born in the country in the last year. That's the fourth year in a row that the birth rate dropped. However, our next guest says pro-life celebrations may be a bit premature. Here to set us straight is Reggie Littlejohn. Ms. Littlejohn is president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers. Reggie, for more than three decades, China enforced a one-child policy to control population growth. In 2015, it allowed up to uh, two children for couples. Now three. Most pro-lifers would celebrate that, saying, well, it means fewer abortions. But I know you don't necessarily agree. Why is that? Well, thank you so much for asking me, Gary. And, and the, the situation was the same when China went from a one-child policy to a two-child policy. People celebrated, yay, it's the end of the one-child policy. And I said, no, they're going to still forcibly abort single women, and they're still going to forcibly abort uh, a third children. And sure enough, Radio Free Asia came out with a report just at the end of last year that, according to an official Chinese mouthpiece, China aborts 8 million extra births a year. Now they have another, they, they abort probably 23 million a year total, but 8 million are, the, are those extra births. And I believe that most of those extra births are single women who do not have permission to have babies. And that is going to be the same under the three child policy. So what else can you tell us not only about the single Chinese women, but uh, also gender side? That's an issue there. It sure is, Gary. And this is something that people don't really think about. So in China, we have son preference. People want to have a boy. And so when China went from a one-child policy to a two-child policy, the people who had a girl said, okay, well, let's have a boy on the second child. And, they did, and there was one couple where they had a daughter under the one-child policy. They thought that they were one and done. And then the two-child policy came along, and the husband said, let's have a kid, but let's have make sure it's a boy. And he forced his wife to abort four baby girls in a year, and she died. So I think that most of the people are—I'm I'm concerned that many of the people who will have a third child are people who already have two daughters, and they're willing to have that third child if that third child can be a boy. And I will be very surprised if the sex ratios are not skewed heavily towards males under the three-child policy. Yeah, and right here in the U.S., we have kits now where you can see if you're going to have a girl or a boy. I'm sure that women will choose abortion for that as well. So we've heard countless stories of ethnic Uyghur women and genocide. So from gendercide to genocide, uh, forced abortion, sterilizations for them. So does this new law pertain to them or doesn't it? Does it or doesn't it? Well, now that is the million-dollar question. Because the, the Chinese Communist Party is committing genocide against the Uyghurs, and they have been using the, the two-child policy as an excuse to persecute Uyghurs who have more than two children. So that if a couple has three children, uh, they, they, will, they have actually put them in internment or concentration camps because of their third child and removed their children. It's, it's horrible. So my question to the Chinese Communist Party is, okay, now you have a three-child policy. Are you going to release every parent that you have jailed because that, that parent has three children? And are you going to restore their children to them? Wow, good point there. And the U.S. Supreme Court this week ruled unanimously against a Chinese asylum seeker who claimed communist Chinese officials assaulted and tortured him when he tried to uh, prevent his baby from being forcefully aborted. 
Apparently, his wife and daughter returned to China, so the court said that he failed to prove that his life or safety was under threat if he returned. But many Chinese do flee to the U.S. to escape forced abortion. Tell us about that. Well, uh... This was this has been more common um, in the past, but yes, people have fled China because either they were afraid of a forced abortion or they had experienced a forced abortion, and that has been a reason to to grant asylum in the United States. Do you, do you think we should, Reggie? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I think that that people who are trying to to flee one of the most egregious human rights atrocities on the face of the earth um, should be able to, to, to have asylum in the United States. So I support that rule. Okay, Reggie Littlejohn, President of Women's Rights Without Frontiers. Thanks for setting us straight on this. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.